BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Okay, okay, okay. I know we said last episode was episode 5. This is actually episode 5. The B Brothers. Alex your B. Ma- your- What's up? Your math is obviously off. I mean, I lost track. Well, you're the one that said episode 5 first. I just went along with it, man. <laughs> Blame it on the old man. I get it. I get it. Classicistic, nar- classic narcissistic movement there by Miles B. Textbook, man. <laughs> textbook. Textbook, textbook, man. Exciting week for the B Brothers show. Uh, I know we're a day late, but uh, lives and schedules get in the way, so we're putting this one out on a Thursday afternoon. Mm-hmm. Uh, but both personally for me and then for the show, we are live on the All Indiana Podcast Network page. Real exciting. Yeah, that uh, is pretty exciting. I saw that at work today, and I was like, wow, you know, that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool to see another way people can access the program and stuff. So I'm definitely, it's, I'm definitely stoked. Right, right. Something to definitely be stoked about. So let's let's check this out, though. Uh, Alan Hall is is awesome. He's the one that heads all of this up. He's the one that puts all the stuff up. Um, but we gotta we gotta take a look at something real quick here. So this is this is the All Indiana Podcast Network site. And as we're scrolling down here, we see News Eight Daily. We see Daybreak. And then we have <laughs> something of Faith uh, with yeah. our buddy Randy Allis. And then the B Brothers show. And then politics so that's quite, got, that's quite a mashup uh, quite a mashup yeah you got your faith you got the b brother show and you got politics right in the middle uh now eventually we'll probably be at the bottom of that stack <laughs> there's let's no doubt in my not. mind I, I, let's, I hope not either but i mean let you know reality could be dealing us a soft blow there and say you know it, you gotta be down here it could be it could be it could be other exciting stuff man we're working on launching the website we got a little Little stuff going on right now. Check it out. You can head to the milesbshow.com slash the B Brothers Show. Uh, we're going to be getting our own domain soon, but we wanted a landing page for now. Uh, you can come check out the latest audio, the latest video, and if you scroll down a little bit, everything we've ever done on the page video-wise. So pretty exciting to get some collateral out there and some material. The show's growing, and it's growing fast, Alex. It's growing. It's growing like, it's growing like weeds. I hope like in, in, a, in a good sense, in, in, in a good sense, like a legal in Illinois sense. Yes, I love it. I love it here. Honestly, God, I'm not gonna lie. 
<laughs> I am out of chance. Well, maybe I am just a little bit. You it's pretty know. crazy because literally, and, and I really should say this out loud, but there, I mean, there's dispensaries are everywhere. You know, where you didn't think about that like growing up because, you know, such a like a taboo thing or whatever. And now it's just it's so commonplace. It's crazy. Yeah, it's funny. I mean, even in the states where it's not legal, like here in Indiana, it's just socially acceptable now. People talk about it at work. It's it like, really is. It isn't like it isn't like this, you know, this deep, dark, you know, dirty secret that it was so many years ago. I had an idea about the show. OK, okay. Since now you got us on this all Indiana podcast network. I think. We should submit material to Hollywood to be okay. writers on a show. Let me tell you why. Okay. I don't know if you paid any attention. There was a, a writer strike going on in Hollywood that they're just, just now, you know, getting back together. Okay. So a lot of the talk shows and stuff were on. So when this first happened, Drew Barrymore said that she was going to go back to taping her show uh, during the strike. Okay. The writers got mad, blah, 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 blah. They said, man, you can't do that. So she did an about face and said, never mind. Even though I think her show's not all that good. Maybe if we were writing for it, it'd be better. So that's just kind of a plea. <laughs> so now that the writer's strike is over, all three of her head writers quit. All three they, of them? Yeah, they were so mad because she was, and she never did. She never did tape an episode because there was so much backlash about saying she was going to go back, you know, and start taping that she never even launched. That, that part never even happened. But uh, there's two. There's trio. Uh, two of one named uh, Chelsea White, the other one's Christina uh, Kinnon. They write for the show, and Liz Coe have all quit. That's insane. So, so oh! she she did all of this stuff against the writer strike, yeah. and then now now the strike's ended. Correct? Am I right? Yeah, there? And, and it never happened. She never did. She never did tape any episodes. And, and, and so so now no strike. Yeah. The strike's over. She yeah. has whatever she would have had. And she still has yet to tape a show. Why? Like, that doesn't even make sense. you got to help me understand this, man. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. But could you imagine being on strike this whole time if you're a writer and then quit your gig? That's kind of yeah, crazy. Yeah, that'd be, crazy. But that'd be really thing, weird. But there's a lot of these, and you, you know, you've been seeing it now. You saw what Ellen DeGeneres, okay? That whole backlash right there took her off the air. Let's face it. I mean, right. that, that's just that's just the way it is. Now you had, you know, there's some things going on with Jimmy Fallon. They say, you know, he's kind of a boozer stuff. So a lot of these people... You know, the signed NDAs that were like slaves to Hollywood, I think you're going to see a lot more of that coming up. They're like, wait a minute, this person isn't, you know, everybody knows Hollywood's a fast-paced environment. So you only hope that it's just maybe people overreacting because of the stress of doing live television. But I think there's going to be more and more as years go on of these people, you know, and I, I, think, I don't think Jimmy's going to, nothing's going to happen with him. I mean, he is the cash cow for NBC, but it's just crazy how a lot of these people are coming forward and saying, no, man, can't you no, you can't do that. Can't talk, you know, no. And then you just, that's the way it is. I think we could write for a TV show. I think. Oh, so. we absolutely could. We could write. We could write. I mean, have you watched the WB or whatever it is oh, nowadays? Yeah. CW4? Yeah. yeah. Ooh, it's bad. It kind of it kind of reminds you like of a, a, a upgraded basic cable back in the day. Like, you know, like when you expect to see like a truck sitting in somebody's driveway and the guy going, three, two. You know, and that's kind of what it reminds you of. It's well, just, everything on there right now is superheroes to the tune oh. of One Tree Hill, basically. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I, uh, I, I see that. I'm like, mm, okay. Wow. Yeah, what if Superman had two high school boys? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Ugh. Look at some of the stuff that's out. It's I rough. mean, I don't know. And then they remake television shows. You know, they try to do Wonder Years and a bunch of other things, and they just tank, man. It's like I just hope with all this all this time the writers have been off. I just hope that that when when all the shows come back that there's some really good you know good storylines, good plots or whatever. Because 
you know, there's been no new episodes on some of these shows or whatever. And then I just hope when we come back, you know, SNL, Fallon, whoever, that y'all was thinking of something. Because if you're going to give us the same stuff that's going to force us to watch, like, The Challenge, then that's just the way it is. Some, yeah, I mean, they, they've got to have some good stuff in the pipe. They've had this long to just basically sit and think about what they want to do with their shows. I'm sure they've yeah. written and rewritten them a hundred times yep. in that time. I, I can't imagine. Uh, but, you know, we'll see. I mean, TV sucks these days. There's a it handful does. of shows that are worth watching, but 99% it of it is trash. It really is. It re- I mean, it really is. I just, you know, people say, I DVR a lot of stuff. And then we have, like, you know, binge watching on, you know, Sunday afternoon or whatever. Because I just can't sit still that long. DVR, you can pause it, you can do whatever. I mean, I'm just, I'm all over the place. And I just, there hasn't been anything that's captivated me. Um, Ozarks did. I mean, I loved Ozark. I've watched that beginning to end. Like, that's one of those ones I, I would, yeah. I would like, be glued for. Sopranos, you know, some good, you know, good written stuff and you know, good storylines or whatever. And then now there's just nothing out there that, to me. I mean, I watched Big Brother. I think that's hilarious. Um Man, we've it. cut the cable. We do we do streaming on everything, and we've got like some of our old favorite shows that we enjoy watching. We watch again, like Supernatural, nice. Evil, which is hopefully mm-hmm. going to have a new season now that the writer strike is over, stuff like that. Man, I mean, we really don't watch live TV unless it's sports, and and if I can't tune into that on on the the old bunny ears, then you know, right now. It's just too expensive, man. Like, and, it really and cable's is. just not good anymore. It really like, is. And now everything's off. streaming. Before it was actually cable, you know, it was coming down RF. Right. And now everything's streamed. So they're, they're cramming all this information, you know, down, down a cable unless you have fiber. And then it's just, I don't know, the compression and stuff that's involved with it. I don't know. My biggest thing here with the internet here is that not the download speeds, but the upload. And Yeah. Yeah. I've seen your, your horror and, stories. And, oh, I don't have been, those problems here. No, but see, I, you know, but I actually, the, one of the supervisors from Spectrum, cool guy, you know, said he knew what was going on. I go, look, I know most people, you know, want, you know, want fast downloads. And I got fast downloads, but I also have to do uploading for the podcast. I have to do uploading for FanDuel. So I need, I need a little bit more, you know, I'm not going to pay co- for a commercial thing. You know, I mean, yeah, it should be, I've done plenty of readings, you know, and I always do the, well, do you unplug the moon? You do this, all that stuff that they have their little checklist on. I already did that. Well, so the, and the crazy get, thing about upload speed, too, that's being used right now. It's your presentation. It's your live video, right? Your yep. upload speed, uh, like if your camera freezes up like it does every now and then, that's your upload speed, man. Yep. Like you, yep. you, it, in the world we live in now uh, of remote workers and Zoom meetings and, and all of that, you have to have a halfway decent upload speed or you're as cooked as not having Internet at all in a lot of yeah. scenarios. And then is, and is, and is your employer going to pay for that? Because – you know, like you said, like for us, you know, we have, you know, we have cameras. Okay, that's upload. Right. Because you, you've got security cameras going on, et cetera, et cetera. So, yeah, you're right. I mean, it, is, it does. I don't think people realize that upload, especially now, like you just said, in, in the age of, you know, Zoom meetings and, and staying at home and all this other stuff, upload is just as important as download. Yeah, it is. Absolutely. It is. So it check is. this out, man. I know we don't mm-hmm. typically do a lot of sports on the midweek, but uh, this mm-hmm. is sports related. I saw this and I couldn't pass it up. So... Here's how the article starts, all right? A Pennsylvania man has struck out in his attempt to bring his emotional support animal to a Philadelphia Phillies baseball game. So the world we live in, Alex, right? Like emotional support animals, they have to be welcome, even when places aren't. Uh, so get this. Here's why. Let, I'm going to reread that line and reread it verbatim instead of filling it out. A Pennsylvania man has struck out in his attempt to bring his emotional support alligator to a Philadelphia Phillies game. 
Joey Henney went to Citizens Bank Park on Wednesday hoping to see the Phillies beat the Pirates, but he wasn't alone. Along with him was his five-foot-long emotional support alligator, Wally Gator, no, who he adopted no. in 2015 and has become a popular animal on Instagram and TikTok. Dude, no. uh, so, so first of all, first of all, I got to throw this picture up here. Um of of the alligator, right? It's off of Twitter, right? Uh, are you kidding mm -hmm. me? A Phillies fan tried to come into the game tonight with what they said was a service animal. An alligator. Yes, an alligator. Things I've never seen. This is it. That's from uh, Howard Eskin on Twitter. Uh, <laughs> man, there's a big difference between a service animal and an emotional support animal. And I right. think they're categorized different because, you know, an actual service animal for people that are visually impaired or whatever, you know, can perform functions, you know, to, you know, guide them in the right direction. Emotional support, I don't know. I mean, I, I know I have some friends that have, you know, emotional support, you know, dogs or whatever. I know there's horses out there because I, I see that. The alligator, nah, man, I don't know if I can get down. Man, I would how, flip out. How is an alligator emotionally supportive? Like, what do you do? Cuddle up to it? I mean, those cold scales probably remind me of a, of an ex-wife or two, to be honest with you. <laughs> oh man! Oh like, wow! But like, did, but did seriously, somebody say, did somebody say obscure? Oh, sorry. Uh, um, <laughs> uh, anyway, no. Uh, <laughs> but seriously, like, how do you get emotional support from an alligator? Like, um. <laughs> you, know, you heard the term uh, crocodile tears? Maybe that has something to do with it. I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I think mean, if anything, if we didn't learn anything, okay, if somebody like Steve, and I, and I refer back to this, it's been years, if somebody like Steve Irwin, who's handled every type of animal known to man, right. gets sit there and gets stabbed from a freaking jelly, uh, from a, a stingray, stingray. All, be all bets are off. That alligator, he's going to take one chomp out of your hand, and you're going to look like Chubbs from, uh, from uh, Happy Gilmore. That's what's going to happen. You could be walking around like this with a with a nub instead of a hand because oh. for some reason you find comfort in this big scaly animal. I don't get it. Breaking out the Chubbs reference, Adam like Center. That? It's it's funny movie. too. He's coming to town in a couple of months, man. It's first time he's been here in a long time. I think I it's know. in November. Uh, that's that's it's pretty awesome, man. He's he's a he's a funny dude. I mean, he's he's definitely him. You know, all all that part of the Saturday night, you know, Saturday Night Live alumni, him. Um, not so much Spade and Spade and like Rob Schneider because they've all pretty much like you know dragged off him. But you know uh, Pete Davidson's a really funny dude. It's, you know he's he's funny too. So I think it's good it's good to see that. I mean I don't know if I can sit still for a comedy show. Where are they where are they playing at? They're not playing at the uh, I Field I House? think it's I think it's at the Field House. Yeah yeah I'm pretty sure. I just call it, it the I mean, Field House. Is I don't know what they're calling Oil. Right now it's Gamebridge Life I believe is is who okay. currently owns the rights. Okay I just call it Field House. Just like everybody still calls Deer Creek Deer Creek. Hey. It's Nobody's paying attention Creek, to the sponsor. Man. It's always Deer Creek. Out here, it's always Riverport Amphitheater. It's not Hollywood. It's just that's the way, you know, that's the way it is. All right, listen to this. What if, would you, what kind of, if you could be, if you could have an emotional support animal that was not a dog, which is typically what they are, what would be your pick? Ooh, not a dog, emotional support animal. What kind of pet would you find comfort in if you could? And if it wasn't a dog, if you needed one. It definitely wouldn't be a cat, because we've got several of those, and those have yeah. the emotional support abilities of, uh, well, we won't even go down that road. My, my, yeah, uh, my cat's a dick. So. Yeah, yeah, cat, cats are cats are jerks. There's there's no doubt about it. Man, that's a good question. Uh, emotional support animal. I think I would probably want, like, a koala or something. I know those things are mean as hell, but, I got, like... I like, razor claws, bro. 
Yeah, but like they sit and they hug you and they hold you and they like just you feed them a stick and a leaf and, and like that would be fun. Don't put a Hedberg reference for you. <laughs> I want a koala infestation. It would be the cutest infestation ever. No, see, I would want to be like reincarnated like as a goat because I could just sit there, go to the bathroom wherever I want. I could just eat and graze in the, graze in the field. I'd want to be an emotional. I would want to have an emotional support goat. Because I love goats. Goats. And I horses. was about to say, how do you go from what would your emotional support animal to be to like? I, I want to be. Listen, I man, you're already be. halfway there. You already eat everything in sight. So I do. I do. I do. I do. I eat. Well, and, I'm not gonna lie. And when you get laughing really hard, it is kind of uh, by. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> man, okay. man, I wish I had a goat sound effect right now. Right, see, eventually you'll get to my level. Eventually, <laughs> eventually. You know, everything takes time. So I was reading in Variety magazine. That Joey Fatone, okay, you know, there's been all this, all these rumors about NSYNC. So Joey Fatone was, I guess, was getting interviewed for Variety magazine, and said that he was caught off guard when Timberlake went solo. Not that Timberlake went solo, but didn't come back. I'm like, bro, didn't you see what Mike? Did you see Michael going back to the Jacksons after Off the Wall? <laughs> nope. Okay. Did no, he's not gonna come. No. Did you see George no, and, Michael and, and, put Wham back together? In no. what world, like Justin Timberlake was for for like five years was like the absolute hottest thing on on in music and entertainment. Like there yeah. was, I mean, no close second place. It's kind of like Taylor Swift is now. God help me, <laughs> I'm so tired of hearing that name, and I'm uh, sure everybody is. But horrible. Uh, but yeah, like I I, I mean, there was how how would that be surprising whatsoever? Exactly. There's That's no reason, no benefit. Now there's a benefit, right? It's 20, 25 years later from that. And, and they can like, make, they'll make money on it. They they'll make a tour, ton of money. I mean, look at what the, money. look at what the Backstreet Boys and New Kids on the Block did with their tour and their cruise. Yeah. They because made here's the thing so is, so much cash. Because the, the, the girls that saw them when they were growing up had like a, you know, fixed income, limited income of whatever their mom got or whatever they got from their job. Now these girls are in their thirties, forties. Okay. With a more of a disposable income, and they're going to get paid. And, I'm, and I, when I read the story, I'm like, you know, I'm sure Jermaine at one point went to Marlon and Tito, go, man, Michael ain't coming back. And <laughs> I would think, I would think the Instinct guys did that because Michael didn't turn turn back around. He did some like one-off performances in Air Band, but once once Off the Wall came out, which is before Thriller, which is actually to me a better album, he bounced. He's like, yeah, I'm out, I'm out. And I don't think we should be surprised, like you said, Timberlake's a talent. He's very funny with Jimmy Fallon. Absolutely. Um, you know, and it's just, that's just, you know. But I think, would you go see him if they came to town? Oh, hell yeah. wife want to go? You, I say you're a boy bander. Yeah, man. I mean, here's the thing. I'm 41 years old. I don't I don't need to, to have the guilty pleasure pride of liking, you know, any type of music, whether it's, you know, the hard rock and heavy metal that I normally listen to or mm -hmm. whether it's NSYNC, Backstreet Boys, Hanson, whatever, man. I mean, that, that shit was, was like us growing up, right? Like, yeah. I mean you know formative years like whether i liked it then or not i love it now and i honestly i liked it then too like they've always been musically talented you know i've always been a fan of single to multiple harmonies that make sense and that are creative mm -hmm. and for sure and that's what they were like you know obviously there was the craze of every girl and woman in the world screaming and and all that craziness right but like you know musically it, it was good stuff and it's no, it way was, better it than most of the stuff we're getting now Man, absolutely. And for me, who's just a little bit older, would be like New Edition, because like when you grew up in the right. region, you know, I mean, New Edition still have have stood the test of time. 
you know, 30 some years or whatever. I mean, they've, they've been back and forth, but yeah, you're right. I just, I've always tell people this too about music that if you put some craft into it, whether it's rap, whether, you know, whatever I have respect for it. If you spend some time in a studio, like Kendrick Lamar, a brilliant lyricist, doesn't yeah. get necessarily the credit he deserves. Eminem, and I think because oh. the, way, Go. the way he goaded. Here's, but here's the problem. The last, you know, the CD, the last CD was called, you know, Music to Get Murdered By or something. It was like a really goofy title. And that's some of his best stuff. Like that's yeah. some of his best stuff out there. I mean, but, you know, I, if you put some effort into it, I'm all about it. If you just put out this crap like people do because they have obligations to the label or whatever. Now, look, people could say what they want about Lil Wayne. Lil Wayne is a genius. You know, there's certain oh, people I is. call lyricists where they can put stuff together and, you know, you can tell they're about that craft and, and you know, for lack of a better term, about that life. And there's other guys that are just putting out records like Soldier Boy. You know, some of those clowns. Right. You know, Nickelback, Nickelback falls into that, too. Everybody loves to hate on Nickelback, but they've been extremely successful for an extremely long time. And I don't care if three of their songs sound the exact same when you play them over each other. People are buying their albums or now they're buying, they're downloading their tracks. They're listening to them on Spotify or Apple or oh, whatever. Exactly. Like they, you know, I would be interested to see numbers and where they rank all time in, in album sales and, and, and clicks and listens and stuff like that. Because, you know, for every one person that hates them, like, oh, Nickelback, there's five that love them. Yep. And they're I musical like when, geniuses, man. It, they they, they just, are. It, when the song Bad Girlfriend came out. That's not them. Said, No, no, no. I'm, oh, I'm okay. Lit. Okay. Just pump the brakes. Okay, brakes uh, pump. My bad. Chad, <laughs> Chad, Chad Kroger produced that track. So oh, that's says, right. He did. Yeah, so when, but they're on the same label. So when everybody goes, oh, man, that's all rocks, man. I play Bad Girlfriend. You do know the guy y'all are hating on, uh, Chad Kroger, produced that track. And they're like, oh. And when Leader of Men came out, which is the first record, because the guy was talking about being on shrooms, everybody thought they were cool. And much like Metallica, as soon as they put out a ballad or something that gets more of an acceptance, yep. they're not cool anymore. Okay, you might not think it's cool, but they're laughing all the way to the bank. All the way to the bank. And, I mean, he did that thing with uh, Josie Scott from Saliva for oh, Spider-Man, yes. the hero mm -hmm. song. That was one yep. of my favorites. I still listen to that song. The It's it's a great song, man. It, you know, But it just goes to your point, right? Like, everybody wants to hate on Nickelback. Uh, and if I'm Chad Kroger or any of the members of Nickelback, I'm sitting there in my bed in my million dollar house doing <laughs> snow angels in my stack of hundos that I've got down on the, my mind on my money and my money on my mind and F wow. the haters. Right. Like, so it's crazy. It really is. I'm like, these guys are, they're laughing. Like you said, they're laughing all with the bank and you think he cares, you know, I mean, and a lot of people were like back at I'm at first or whatever. It's just because like same thing with Metallica, perfect example. Oh man, mm -hmm. ourselves because the black album has been one of the biggest albums biggest album sold albums in their cat in their in their in their category and they're like ah man they're sellouts or like when van halen well it was better david lee roth but they were more solid musicians when sammy joined because sammy could play an instrument Absolutely. and when they were doing when they were doing albums like uh um ou812 and that stuff where they were like all of them were doing the harmonies that if you want to show you want a guy to jump around like then david lee roth's your guy if you want serious musicianships musicianship then obviously. I don't know how we jump from Van Halen to, to Nickelback, but it's kind of in the same topic. It's kind of like the uh, description of the show goes. You're not sure what you're going to get, but you won't forget it, right? New. No. New. No. So what else do you want to talk about? What else has just been kind of getting your goat? Man, it's not that I want to talk about it. I feel like you, we you have, have to have talk to. about it. You have to. Yeah, we have to. We have to. Uh, 
I I mean, even even the man himself is sick of it, right? So this Taylor Swift Travis Kelsey stuff, man, it's out of hand. It's out of hand. It, it's it's insane because she and everybody goes, she needs for she doesn't need the publicity. Okay, she no. made a lot. Of, she made a lot of money on this tour. You know, you saw. I'm sure you saw the story where she gave like each of her truck drivers like a hundred thousand dollar bonus or something like really really crazy. So she doesn't need the publicity. Now, if she was a no. Kardashian doing this, I'd be like, okay. Something suspect. If she was like Kendall Jenner, okay, I get all that. But that's not – It's. I have a theory. Okay. I have a theory. I think that the NFL has hired Taylor Swift and that maybe this whole relationship is either a farce or they – I mean, maybe it's real and they're just, you know, using it for their benefit. Right. But I think that they're trying to appeal to an entirely different – genre of people think about this here's an interesting stat for you and it's not going to be specific because i heard this on a radio show earlier this week uh i think it was on um the morning show on on uh, 107.5 the fan with uh kevin and uh andy now mm-hmm. um so taylor swift has like 270 million followers on mm-hmm. instagram i believe it yep. was mm-hmm. the nfl has like 70 million so she has Four times the amount of followers on Instagram as, without a doubt, the single most popular, most followed, most controversial, most in the light professional sport in the United States right now. Obviously, we're going to take soccer out of that because that's a worldwide sport and there are hundreds of leagues, you know, and I'm sure if you amassed all their followers, it would dwarf you in Taylor Swift. But my point is, is like in America... Taylor Swift has 200 some odd million followers to the NFL's like 70-ish, right? So why not? And I bet you, I bet you, of those 200 million followers, less than 10% of them follow the NFL as well. I think you're probably right. So think about that, though. Like, I mean, I would do it in a heartbeat. Like, I would have someone here locally, uh, Andrew Young, for instance. Yeah. Uh, You know, he's got a huge following. That doesn't follow us. Why not tap into that potential, right? And with the NFL, they probably paid her millions of dollars, if this is true, right? This is all speculation, obviously. Right, 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 right. This is just me and an opinion piece here and something that I've kind of started thinking recently. But, like, why not pay, say, $20 million and say, hey, uh, you know, you guys are already in this relationship or let's fake this relationship or whatever it is. Right. And I want you to come to X amount of games. You come to one in Kansas City. You come to one in the heart of, of the of, of the United States in New York against the Jets. Right. And you announce that you're coming. You don't just show up unexpectedly. People expected for her to come. Like, why not just show up if you're the dude's girlfriend? Right. Yeah. Or if you're dating. Right. Why, like, yeah, why you don't have to put out a press service? release. That I'll be at the Kansas City, New York Jets game this week. Yeah. Like, Mm -mm. show up, you're going to get the normal publicity. That's why I think that there's some PR stunt behind this, whether it's as a result of the two of them being in a relationship and the NFL is keying in on that, or whether it's um, more a matter of this relationship is just a show for, you know, $20 million. Obviously, they couldn't pay Travis Kelsey to do this because it would violate the collective bargaining agreement. But on the same token, though, every time, if you ever look at, like, Taylor Swift, just like, you know, career in history. She's never been, like, in scandalous relationships. You know what I mean? You know, the guys have always done her dirty. She writes a song about it, blah, 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 blah. I mean, the only time right. she's ever made any noise is when her and Scooter Braun were going at it as far as her, her uh, publishing and stuff, catalog. Goes. Right. So right, right. it's I, I can't see her, like, sitting down with, like, you know, the NFL or Jay-Z, you know, whoever. Is, hey, man, hook me up. 
because it was funny. They asked her to do Super Bowl, and she said no. And I like how some people say, man, da 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 I go, first of all, nobody gets paid for the Super Bowl. I'm sure we all know that by now. Nobody who performs at halftime gets paid. It's pretty much volunteer. It's, it's pretty much volunteer. And if you've got somebody that's got 200-some million followers, she's made probably, I think, surpassed Beyonce this summer on her tour. Mm-hmm. She doesn't need to play seven minutes of a halftime show. She doesn't. She doesn't. She has nothing to sell. She doesn't have a record to sell. She doesn't have a movie to promote. She's already made bank, and she's going to do the same thing again in 24. She gains nothing from the NFL. Nothing. Nothing, nothing. except for camera time, right? Like, yep. I mean, she – but it's funny. Even Travis Kelsey, and I kind of mentioned this when, when we were warming into this segment. Like, even Travis Kelsey's like, guys, like, enough is enough. It is ridiculous that – I can't listen to a sports show. I can't turn on ESPN. I can't turn you on can't Fox listen Sports. To the, you can't listen to the B Brothers without without. You can't Taylor listen Swift to the B Brothers without he- hearing or seeing Taylor Swift. Like, and, and shows like ours, we're, we're supposed to talk about stuff like this, right? Mm-hmm. Because we talk about everything, and we're going to spend like five minutes of a thirty-minute show on it. But like when you're talking about ESPN and Fox Sports and all these sports it's media crazy. outlets that are spending thirty to forty percent of their shows. And we just cover random stuff here. Like, this yeah. is just a local podcast. We talk about random BS, and on Sundays we talk about some random BS and mostly mostly the Colts. These right. guys have hockey and baseball and softball and soccer and NFL and racing. And I know it's that time of year where, you know, things are starting to kick into gear for sports. So, like, basketball preseason starts, in, like, this Sunday, right? The NFL is in full swing. Baseball is in playoff time. And they're getting completely ignored right now uh, yep. for everything else. And, and baseball playoffs are the most wonderful time of the year, even if you're yep. not a baseball fan. Just it like, it's American It's tradition. like the Final Four, right? It's like college. Yeah. You don't have to be a college basketball fan or even like basketball to at least recognize how special the tournament is, right? Yeah, it's the same sure. with the baseball playoffs. And, and all of this stuff – is getting either quick hits or swept under the rug so that ESPN can talk about Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey. And that goes further into my whole conspiracy theory that this is a PR stunt. Yeah. You know, if it is, you know, will, will, will her fans be mad for like 2.2 seconds? They're still going to buy those overpriced tickets and go. They don't, they don't um, care. She'll Kelsey's write a song fans, about it and they'll buy she'll it. She'll write a song about it. She'll probably get a Grammy. Maybe he'll join her on stage. If it is genuine, but like you said, why this announce it? Why just just go, just show up? Like there should you shouldn't have to talk have to talk to your press agent or anybody else. Hey, man, I'm gonna go to the game. It shouldn't be. Right. We shouldn't know every movement between the two of those people since this whole thing unfolded. No, That's just no. I completely agree, man. But here's the thing: it's only been like what a week and a half, two weeks. It ain't going away anytime soon, uh, unless no. they break up, and then we'll talk about a month of that. She'll write her song "False Start." Uh, <laughs> Taylor Swift, the email is thebbrothershow at gmail.com if you'd like yes. to send me royalties when you do write that song yep. um, I'd be happy to collaborate with you You know, I, I am somewhat of a songwriter myself uh, <laughs> we gotta oh, get, we gotta get you one tell, shameless plug you can tell when it's getting to the end and we're recording really at, at, at midday right now instead of like 8 Which or 10 o'clock at night so we're not even slap happy uh, no. it just is what it is man all right, check it out, y'all. So the website's up right now, themilesbshow.com slash thebbrothershow. You can follow us on Twitter. You can follow us on TikTok. You can follow us on YouTube at the B Bros Show. Uh, you know, give us a follow. Give us a subscribe. For sure. All Indiana Podcast Network is up. Alex B., 
It has been real. It has been fun. But it's been a little long. So we're going to say goodbye. <laughs> I see you laughing, man. For those of you listening, Alex is a perv. But it's been the B Brothers. Alex, say goodbye. Goodbye. All right, y'all. Peace out. We'll see you Sunday after the Colts game.